hey, hey, if you're seeing or hearing this, it means that you're on the public feed, which there's no shame in that. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. However, if you'd like to catch up, because this originally came out probably about six months ago, you're going to want to get on the members only feed, which is only available through Patreon, patreon.com slash Jay Swanson. The people who literally make this possible, both podcast and video wise, are the ones that get it as it comes out. So if you'd like to be, you know, in the know, a whole six months sooner, roughly thereabouts, jump on patreon.com slash Jay Swanson right now. And with that, let's get to the episode of Garage Monologues that you're about to watch or listen to. That's how you. Okay, so you don't. So when you set it up like out and bound, you just set it up and then you. How far? What's no, the, I actually only when I'm actually. being really good, I should do it that way. Oh, one second. I do occasionally, but the problem is you don't you don't really know if you're too far away from me. You don't know if it's actually starting uh. recording or not. But in here, it's really helpful, especially when I've I've had stuff that I wanted to film where you have to kind of get set up and then you're in a weird position, like you're lying down or something. And you don't mm. want to record the 30 seconds it took you to, like, put that together. Yeah. But it's a lifesaver, but I don't always think about using it when I should. So What else? What other functions are there on it, there? You can take... It actually runs the whole camera, basically. You can get your menu functions in, your display. Uh, it doesn't zoom, whatever. It does not zoom, because that's it, a physical yeah, thing. Yeah, not on the I wish, I, wish that, I wish it had that capacity. That'd be great. Welcome to uh, Garage Monologue Episode 7, I yo, suppose. Yo, 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 7? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're doing one with... on on, on You're doing... Some of my own. Some of your own, some with guests. And the first four or five are patron only where they were they were video only videos that I made before I started doing this as a podcast. I'm here with my buddy Paul Taylor. Who Hello. You know from such glorious things <clears throat> as the internet. Correct. Yeah, and uh, I've been on his happy hour live multiple times. So the, the Yeah, it's, I was waiting. It was like, it's about fucking time that you invited me to your podcast. He was, he was actually- I actually invited myself today. You did, that's true. But it worked out really, really well because I was I was gonna I was literally thinking about you this morning and I was like, I need to see when Paul can come over because I asked you if you would come on. Yeah. And you said yes graciously yeah. and uh and then we just never scheduled anything. So this is a Patreon only So thing. the way that we're doing this, we've decided since the last time we talked about who's, this. Who's who's we? Uh you and you. I <laughs> and our patrons <laughs> is uh the royal we is that we're doing um one episode, well, basically the one season at a time for patrons only. And then when the second season or the third, whatever, the following season starts, the previous season will okay, dump Okay, so this will entirety. eventually be So it'll eventually public. be public, yeah. All right, so I, I, I won't do anything uh, that I shouldn't do. I thought well, it was I mean, just, it's your well, reputation. First of all, hello, uh, Jay's patrons. You guys are the shit. You guys are amazing. It's true. They're, they uh, are amazing. Best patrons in the world. Very lucky to have them. Uh, aside from mine. No, they're you better know. than yours, I think. They probably are better than yours. Well, if we, have, if we have crossover, then those are the best. We do have some crossover. We have some crossover. Uh, we have some crossover. So hello, my patrons, who are also my patrons. Uh, Listening to this. Well, and also in, in the spirit of uh, swapping patrons, I can also give them a link to this episode video format if you wanted to share that on your Patreon. Oh, yeah, I think so. That the could challenge be cool. is that the, the podcast itself is subscriber only, so they, that that I have to protect that link from going anywhere else, if that makes sense. Yes, sir. But as far as the video version of this goes, that one we yeah. can share that link right. for sure if they want to check it out. Today we're going to be talking a little bit. Well, Paul came over to check out. Uh, he's thinking about different futures that he might have. And so he wanted to see the Chateau in person just to see if he could get some inspiration for a small space and how maybe it would uh, be furnished. How do you feel about being in the Chateau? Because you've, you've never been over before. No, I've seen it. In vi so it, what, what's weird about it is that, um, you know, when people come over to my studio, 
mm-hmm. in person, they go, oh, wow, this, this looks a lot smaller than it does on camera. Um, yeah. I think it's because of the, because you can't tell that my space is like, it's like all of the space <laughs> well, under a slant too. Yeah. It's not even all of the space. Like it's even, it's a, it's a lot bigger, but it's yeah. because the roof is slanted. So yeah. you can't really stand up in much of it, but because we're always sat down and the camera view that you have makes it look like a normal room. Yeah. I think people come up and they go, Oh, like your computer is right up against the, the roof. When you've really creatively stuck like the, the light into that window there yeah. where it bounces off the wall. Like that's a, You've used the space really efficiently. Yeah. Well, and weirdly now that I'm looking at another place to to, to do that kind of stuff from, mm-hmm. like when I'm looking on online at the estate agents, the real estate uh, stuff, I'm like already trying to plan, already going, nah, I, I'm not gonna be able to do anything in this space. Like it's too, it's yep. too weird. Like it's too, it's too square, or the, that door's in the way, or the front door doesn't. It's just so that's too an square. Ex, that's an extra thing. Yeah. That I that you don't really think about. You know, whereas I, I, I kind of just, the, the place that I've currently got is, it it just kind of came out of nowhere. It's my producer's uh, attic, basically, uh, where she has her offices down the stairs. And there was an attic which just stocked uh, basically a, a bunch of crap that from the other comedians and artists that she produces. They yeah. have all accessories and stuff like that. And uh, like computer boxes and just just general crap and so i was like hey can i come and paint the walls and set up my youtube studio here to do my live shows from she was like yeah and so that's and and so it all like i remember spending a long time like figuring out where am i going to put the desk how am i going to do that to in which angle am i going to take you it's all it worked out really really well it did yeah which actually i think in a way might help you unlock the potential of a space that other people might say no to yeah potentially and i think that's you know? the thing it was just like you know the, the thing that worked well the reason why it looks so good excuse my coffee drinking uh deliciousness uh, jay i will not edit that out jay jay made a a, a coffee uh, that's the only reason i'm here i made two and i've already had three before so Woo! it's gonna be a good time ladies and gentlemen um 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 um, Put a lot of work and effort into the yeah, space, yeah, uh, unlocking uh, the potential of it, uh, and now you're looking at new ones. That yeah, why? Well, I interrupted myself odd. with a coffee thought, with a coffee drink, and I don't know what that was now. So you got to be careful when oh, and God, where you make jokes. What was jokes. the thought? What was the thought? What was the thought? Um, thing, window, spent a lot of time, blah blah blah, unlocking the potential that other people might not. I think that is the thing that makes remember. it. It does make it. I feel like. Well, what you said earlier that stood out was that you said the space is too square, which like that you were looking at a space that was too square, which is exactly the kind of thing that the average real estate agent probably never hears where they're like, they probably hear like, what is with this narrow wedge or this leaning roof or whatever? And you're looking at it thinking, okay, I could use that space by sitting close to that, putting a light in there, yeah, bouncing so light off this. That's that's what it, uh, so yeah, the thing that I had, the reason why it looks so good as well is that there's a lot of depth between yes, the where yeah, the camera camera is set up where the desk is yep. it's it, it doesn't function well as an actual place to work because the sofa that, that i have never gets used as a sofa because i could film the podcast on there we'd be more comfortable but the problem is the wall just like you just the wall right is there. just behind here and yep. then it, it, it's not going to look as good on camera yep. whereas if the if the camera's further away like you know for though if you're watching the video version of this the, the it looks a little bit flat because yeah we're far away from the camera whereas in, like if I move forward, 
then it adds a lot of depth. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, we can but that's also why I always, when I film, I was showing him the filming setup here just a second ago, and like when I do, I put the the camera as close to the window as exactly. I can, really. And, and then, then all this bit's a bit blurry. It, it creates like depth, a, yeah. a depth. Like that's a bit the only way I get depth in this room. Or if I put the camera in the corner here and shoot towards myself here, but then again, you have to sit closer to the camera to really maximize that. Yeah, Depth is something, again, that's also something that most people aren't going to think about. No, of course not. I, oh, man. I showed you. Oh, man. And, you know, if the windows are too low, then you can't, you know, I'm lucky like you are here where the window's high yeah. and you can put a desk underneath it. Most windows yeah. are, you know, like knee level, yeah. you know, in Parisian sort of places. And so it's like, well, all right, I can't put the desk there. So that is so it like, at the, and I haven't even been to see any places yet. I've just been looking online. Some of them have got 3D um, yeah, we can visits. walk through. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I decided to come here to see the kind of space because, you know, I kind of also want it to double, like I do want a sleeping part to it because yep. I'll have friends coming through town. My closest friends live in London and every time they come, they have to uh, like stay Rent in a hotel, you know, area. and you know, a, a close friend of mine called Rolly who often comes for multiple weeks because then he opens for me when I'm on tour. Yep. He does his own comedy gigs on the side as well. He ends up having, you know, he, he, try, he stays at friends or whatever and it's always a bit complicated and I just thought, oh, it'd be a cool place where I can do my happy hours which i will bring back at some point because I've, I've stopped doing them um which you should watch if you don't like if you don't know paul already i did give him no real introduction there sorry this is but true yeah the, but paul paul is a stand-up comedian and a writer and a uh tv producer all the things uh and has produced a lot of really really great content and his focus is generally on the uh franglais life that uh we live here his current show uh still current show is about feeling more British than French, despite having lived here for a long time. He speaks French perfectly, which gets him into Well, perfectly as, as far as it sounds, it gets him into a lot of trouble for not always speaking correctly while sounding perfectly French. There's a lot of good nuance in language. And if you're interested in language, if you're interested in French and what the experience is like speaking both languages, there's no better uh, person to go to than Paul. Yeah. The two, the two main, like the two flagship uh, projects that, uh, I've done over the past couple of years that have been the most successful and most people have watched is my first stand-up show. Yeah, yeah. So my first yeah. stand-up show, which was called Franglais, because yep. it was half in English, half in French, uh, and uh, the subtitles available, you know, for, for the opposite. I language. did a terrible job promoting your work. I'm sorry. No, that's yeah. right. You you did a perfect job. Uh, I was just adding that the two. Add if you if you if you're interested in finding out more yeah. about me, either watch my stand-up show, which is called Franglais. It's a, it's on YouTube, or uh, I did a mini series on TV called. Uh, what the fuck France. Um, and there was like 34 episodes of that. Um, yep, which are also very good. Very well produced. Yeah. And you've probably seen La Bise if you've seen any of them. Uh, but then also- Well, that wasn't even part of What the Fuck France. Oh, that was just what got you into What the Fuck France. That was, that, I thought that La Bise ended up being a part of What the Fuck France no, in the end. No, no, no. La Bise was just like a- La Bise, what it was, for for, for those- La Bise is, a, is, a, is what the French call the kissing, the hello kissing. When you- hello and you go mwah, mwah, yeah uh, or three or four or whatever and it's all very complicated so i made like my first one of my first stand-up sketches was around that and then we ended up making it into a video yeah and then the video went viral and then uh, canal plus the tv company which is like the a french equivalent of hbo mm-hmm. um but less good uh <laughs> they've because, got a plus in the name though they, yeah they got hbo a, stole that from them a, everyone stole it from canal it was canal plus now disney plus um apple tv plus yep uh, wait what does yeah it does is, is it hbo what is hbo max it's hbo yeah, me, yeah it's hbo max there's an um, x it's like a plus on it so yeah it's either plus yeah. or max or go or Rotate whatever the, yeah uh, and so they 
got in contact and we, we then worked on that It's series. so funny because I thought that that ended up being in uh, actually pulled into this series. No, because no, it looked like crap. Like It, it didn't it look, like, look crap. like crap. I mean, it's well done. It's, it, it is, but when you see the, the, the video yeah. quality difference from free production yeah. to 20,000 euros an episode production, you yeah. go, all right, cool, yeah, this this is clearly... Well, it's like Stereo Trip also, another thing that's been underappreciated that he also did. So totally. there's, there's a lot of really good work that Paul has done. And... Um, I forget why we were. I, well, part of it was because I just, hey, we just wanted to, to you give didn't, me the pitch. You didn't introduce me. You didn't introduce me. Are you oh, a right. man who needs no introduction? <laughs> I feel like at um, least to my patrons. It, yeah, it, yeah. It depends. It depends who who with. It's right? true. I think in France, like most people our age. Uh, mm-hmm. will have heard of me or they'd have been like, oh, the English guy, yeah, that English comedian that yep. does the English-French thing. Like, that's that's who I am in France. I walk yep. down the street, people are like, oh, the English guy who does the French thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, and like, I so... Yeah, coming into the space. Yeah, the, 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 the reason I came was because I uh, there's a company um, in France that deals with small spaces mm-hmm. and they have a website. And I remember seeing their adverts in the metro like seven or eight years wow. ago uh, as you walk through the corridors yep. of certain metro oh, they're stations. they're still around, like even like last year they did another campaign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even now, like uh, at the current metro station that I live in the suburbs of Paris, uh, as I, as you walk up, they've got the things. I was like, oh yeah. So I was thinking because- it's a, They do furniture for small spaces specifically. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Like Because in Paris, obviously the spaces are, are quite small. Yeah. Um, uh, and it, they just optimize the... Eventually, they're going to cut this room in half vertically and rent the top and bottom <laughs> separately. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I came. Um, and it's, it's... To check it out. And yeah, that's cool. Well, it's it's cool because I think, for me, thinking about the future, one of the, my biggest life goals has been, because I've never wanted to buy a place to buy a place. I was a really bad American. I never wanted to own a house. Um, I didn't want the white picket fence. I didn't want that whole that whole song and dance. You didn't want the white picket fence. Yeah, so that's the, you talk about having your house with its white picket fence, the style of like, you've seen the I know I know white, what a white yeah. picket fence is, but yeah. I, I, that's a phrase as well, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, to, I have, to, to pick it? No, like, uh, like white picket fence seems like a, like it's a, it's a, it's an expression idiom, no? the time. It might be. I don't know. Anyway. But then I, you know, like I, I did end up getting a dog, I suppose, but I'm not looking to get the rest of that uh, situation. However, like having a place in Paris, like we we're talking about, like it's a purchase that you make that never goes down in value, assuming that the city continues to exist. Um, and having your own, your own space. The cool thing is that I've been able to make this into my own space, but it's not mine. And someday I will get kicked out of it. Um, We'll see when that day happens. I hope it never happens because it, it will be directly tied to the the life and death of my landlady. Uh, so hopefully that never happens. But the reality is that well, it's going to happen. It will happen. <laughs> you hope that it will never happen. I'm here to break the news to you. It will. She will die. Death like, comes well, for us all, ladies and gentlemen. Like you will die. Like I will die. It's going to happen. You'll get kicked out because oh, presumably when she dies, then well, it'll be a slow will, process. It will go to her. Yeah, it'll go. Uh, so basically, yeah, it, it kicks into the whole inheritance thing, and like they, they, they're not going to like rush to like kick me out or anything. And the way that the French system works is so slow, anyways. That mm-hmm. I, I'll be fine. I'll have plenty of heads well, up. Sh- sh- uh, let me give you a good example. Well, <laughs> it's kind of a good example, but not right. My wife owns an apartment in uh, the 18th arrondissement. Yeah. Um, and uh, through her grandmother, that's how she, when her grandmother passed away, basically she ended up uh, inheriting it, and, um. I was thinking maybe I can use that as my studio. Right. You know, maybe because it's like it's a studio, but it's 35 square meters. Like it's a big studio. Yeah, that's some depth right there. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, but the problem was that the, the apartment was in a building that was basically the, the, the owners own the whole building except for that one apartment. Oh. 
uh, and they rent that apartment from her uh, as like a oh. as a storage place, basically, right? Yeah. And so, because in France you can't kick people out of a rented. If you're renting a place, you can't ever kick them out unless you're selling the place. Yeah. Unless you're giving it to family or unless they haven't paid the rent. So they were paying yeah. the rent. There was no family moving in there. Uh, and uh, what was the first option I said? The you're not selling it. Yeah, she wasn't selling it, yeah. right? So you can't kick them out. Turns out uh, that the the landlords, ladies, la- whatever, I, I think it was a couple, they died um, like two years ago. And you still can't use it. Still can't use it. Uh, my wife doesn't have the key to get in. Oh, no. And because their shit is in there, inside, yeah. we can't go in and get rid of their shit and take it out because it the notaries haven't found the descendants yet oh of gosh. those people. So we have to wait until the notary confirms that there's no... Can I pretend I'm their descendant <laughs> for you? <laughs> and so we can't... So we've got this... The difference is yeah. the notary is still paying my wife the rent. Oh, well, that's, that's so good. So she's still getting the rent from right. dead people two years later and on. she's still getting the rent. And so the inheritance that they have is just slowly getting dripped out because the rent still has yeah. to go to my wife. Gosh, so man. what you're saying is like when your land, the reason yeah. I'm bringing that up is when she dies, you might not get kicked out straight away because I won't, there's this yeah. whole like Well, French- the thing is we do know because I know the family, right? So they, they, right. they're definitely going to, you know, well- it depends. Who knows? They'll decide what they decide. I know that there's a camp within that wants to keep the apartment because who doesn't want to have an apartment in Paris to go visit? Yeah. Um, well, it's just, it's never going to go down in value, right? It's just, that's it's, the other thing. But it's another thing. I mean, it's another thing to hold on to, to to deal with the maintenance. I mean, she's lucky to have me here now because like she's not able to come and there have been multiple issues this last year with like different pipes breaking and leaks and burglaries and like, well, only one burglary, thankfully, but one too many. Um, so like, there, it, it's a world away. They don't really come here that much. They don't have strong ties No, but ties they might keep France. it and then have people rent, rent it or something. It. They might. You never know. So they might do that. And so the, and you know, they're not, they're- That I would was, be crazy not to. Yeah. And her son was, you know, it's interesting because too, her son early on, who I love, he's a great guy, but it was funny because when um, I first lived here, I think he was just a little bit like, what's going on? Like you're, you know, again, that kind of like, are you like, <laughs> what's happening? And, um, and so like- I remember when I first, we were talking about how I actually sketched out the design for this space. My first sketches, I measured everything and was sketching out how I could maximize the space. So you actually uh, like sketched and drew all of this out. Like um, in one of my notebooks up here, I think I, I actually probably have, uh, I don't want to dig into it now because it'll take me a minute to find it. But I have, yeah, sketches that are a decade old now where I was like, okay, I've measured out the space and I know like if I can get a bed that goes up here, whatever else, like make it work. And I remember that after I, I lived here uh, in between stints on the ship that I used to live on uh, in West Africa and uh, or Central Africa because I went back to the Congo. I was on the ship in the Congo showing a couple friends like, this is what I think I'll do with the space. Because it was at the end of that time that she told me like, I love having you here. It's your space. Yeah. And I still didn't fully buy into that. At the, I wasn't didn't feel fully secure in that, but I was like, okay, I think this is going to work out. Like I, I, I have a place I can go back to. So I was sketching it out and he saw it and he was just like, hey, just remember, it's not your apartment, right? Oh, really? And I was like, oh man, like just chilled right there. Just like, it was not, that's not what you want to hear, you know? So I was like, oh man, okay, maybe like that removed what little security I had. Yeah. Kept working out. But anyways, he came around and now, I mean, now it's it's very cool. And we were, he was visiting not that long ago. Came down, checked it out, got to meet Cooper. Um, and... Yeah, and he and he was he was cool about it. We were talking about like where it's at and what this whole situation is like. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, like, 
it's, it's not going to be a rush to get you out of there, you know, whatever. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's always, it'll always be good to have like your own sort of um, uh, backup yeah. of like, all right, cool. When it, when at some point I go, right, see you later, especially I guess now that I've thought about like, cause you're not, you don't have like a lease, a loan, like a, a like, um, I have nothing what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, a, a lease. A, yeah. A, 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 like a, yeah, a yeah, lease, lease that's yeah, yeah. signed and stuff. They could in theory just be like, because technically it'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, you're squatting in right, but I'm a squatter in France, so I'm okay. This is true. Yeah, this and is very as true. Long as, <laughs> as long as it's winter, especially, then I'm definitely fine. Yeah, um, between the months of October and March, you're great. I'm set. So, well, and that's the thing. My hope has always been, you know, and we were talking about this earlier too. Um, we had a lot of conversation before turning on the podcast. Which at some point, we were like, we should probably start recording. Um, the the whole thing for me I, I've I've said this a lot and that's where I was going to go before I used to have my goal board on the on the wall here so I've had multiple versions of it where I had this big piece of paper which is actually in my closet and then I had this one which is the linked to the book that I wrote the Sea of the Unknown but it's like it's like a goal uh, map you know like mapping out where I want to get and how I'm going to get there and one of the islands on there is to have my French well, citizenship is right there yeah but then an apartment's in here somewhere yeah it's too. down there and. So it's just like, these are the goals that I'd like to navigate to that are dreams or like, I don't know how I'm going to get to them, but eventually I will. And an apartment's always been one of those things where you want to have your st- your stable space you can create to be what it is. Yeah. But I've also never had the money to be able to afford mm-hmm. anything. And honestly, like if it hadn't been, if you've read the book with, by the same name, See the Unknown, you know that like, you know, when I moved here, I was on the verge of going bankrupt because I'd overextended myself with projects and a tech startup and whatever else. Um and that all went very, very badly. And um, and so it's it's felt kind of like an impossibility. But now this ties into that whole like narrowing my focus. Like let's do the Paris in my pocket thing for now. Like figure out how the vlogging works. But like let's just do YouTube as well as possible and hope that that turns into something that could end up financing the purchase of an apartment. And the strategy for that would be then too. And the temptation is we were talking about this all the time among friends right now. Like how do we live closer together? How do we spend more time together? And some of our friends have just recently bought apartments and they're very close to each other. And you're just like, that would be so cool. But it's like, okay, if I can pump the brakes and wait another year or two, mm-hmm. maybe I can get to a place where like rent free, I can save up and then buy something instead of renting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's interesting because I, I, I know from my life right now that all of that is temporary anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, if uh, the other people in the area or in that area, you know, they get into relationships. Yeah. They're all single right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as are you, which is great. I am yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, which, but what I mean by that is like right now it's amazing because everyone's single. Mm-hmm. No one's got kids. Right. So yeah, every day, if you're all living within a five minute walk of each other, it's like, great, let's get, go, let's go to that super stereotypical cafe. Like, oh, we, we live in the Amelie Poulain dream, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> then as soon as somebody gets a girlfriend, you won't see them. Uh, then the second one, you won't see them. Third one, you won't see them. Yeah. And then you'll see each other maybe once a month. Yeah. And then you, and then, you know, five, 10 years down the line, you have kids. And then you'd like, ah, oh, Pat's, we're, this place is too small. I need a garden. I'm going to move outside of Paris or move to another city in France. Yeah. And then I oh, working from home. I don't need to be in Paris. So then I'll just go live in Rennes. And it's, it's always going to be like a, 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 a temporary solution. In Rennes. Uh, I don't know. I just think <laughs> yeah, Rennes because it's, hey. a, it's, a, it's where a lot of Parisians go because yep. it's a, yeah. a short trip. Basically anywhere that's like an hour and a half TGV. Right. 
is a is 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 back it, to Lille. Is it gives where, me a headache to think about that. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's my thing. Where like in the yeah, sense the, that like I, I I see that side of it, but I also think that like you have the that essence of the, the, part of it is being anchored close to each other increases the likelihood that you will see each other, right? So even if you do get girlfriends, you do get you have kids, you have whatever. Like if you're you're still more likely to see each other if you are in the same neighborhood. Then if you live far I away, I don't from know. Each other, right? I don't know. This is what I was saying to you earlier on. Like I, I, I feel like I see. I mean, between COVID, obviously less, but I would, I, I, I would almost see my friends in London more than some of my friends in Paris. Yeah. Um. Because when you're close to someone, you take it for granted you're close to them, so you don't call them up to meet up as often. I, I'll get like there's a, we 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 Addie's one of Addie's best friends lived when we were in the twentieth. They lived literally a seven minute walk yeah. from our thing, and they had a house with a garden in the twentieth. And they 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 had at the time two kids, maybe they already had the third. Um, we saw them probably once a year. For yeah, like their birthday, yeah. seven minute walk away. Yeah. We saw them once a year just because, you know, they, they had, I mean, the other, okay. So the, where, where I will uh, discount what I've just said mm-hmm. is that uh, you, the, the work is the same. Yeah. In terms of the people that we're talking about, yep. they're YouTube people. Yeah. Um, and so you're doing the same sort of work. So that's maybe easier. Granted, right. Addie worked in law, her best friend worked in law. And her best friend's husband worked in law. I was the outcast. I, I, the I, outsider. Yeah, <coughs> hopefully not the outcast. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Were you the outcast? Do we need to talk about yeah. this? <laughs> I wasn't in the law game, but they never, like, whatever. They worked in offices. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not at home. So, yeah, it's that kind of thing where you kind of want to, I don't know, you, you, the, you, you, you uh, I think that you, you have that, but I also think that for me, the other side of it is, to do to move there would also be it's one of the neighborhoods I actually want to live in. Mm-hmm. So even if all those people vanished, yeah, and some of the guys we're talking about would be traveling half the year anyways, yeah, right. So that's also part of it. Um, but even if they all vanished, I would still be living in a part of the city that I actually want to live in. Yeah, that's a good point. Where where I currently live, I only walk around the neighborhood now because I have a dog. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would leave the neighborhood <laughs> as soon as I woke up and then come home as late as possible. Yeah. You know, so like for me, this this studio has always been, uh, the chateau has always been a place to sleep and to work. Yeah. And that's it. So like I would sleep here, I would leave, vlog, come home, edit, sleep, uh, shower too. So I'd shower here as well. But, the, you know, like, and occasionally take a dump. But the, the I think the thing is that um, if you were to, there are a few neighborhoods in the city that I have friends, which is a huge draw now but then long term is also a part of the city that i just love and if yeah. i walked out the front door i'd be like bakery bar you know uh coffee shop and my favorite restaurant yeah and then you just know it's it's just it's, it's something that you can't get in many cities in the world i feel like to the same extent you can get here where you literally are a five minute walk away from your entire life yeah, and that's that's like you know when I'm we I'm not even taking advantage of it. Yeah, well, where we where where we lived in the twentieth, we had the same thing, right? Yeah. We didn't have any friends there. Although um, Adam, uh, who you know, he yep. he moved in like maybe a year before we moved out, so we were there for seven years. But yeah, everything was there. The supermarket was there. I would write my TV episodes like in the in the in the cafe, uh, you know, down the street, yep. and then that's where we would like we, we you know we we would even though we were living in Paris, we would rarely go into 
like central Paris to right. the Marais. Like no one goes to the Marais. If you don't live in the Marais, no, no one's going there. No. Unless you're a tourist. Yeah. Right. No one's going shopping. No one's like, oh yeah, oh just uh, pop into the Marais to get, you know, it's like there's no. a, I have a friend of mine called uh, Rolly who's from Quebec. His girlfriend um, is like, obs- every time she comes over, she, I think she worked here for a couple of years and she's on and off because she works in this, in the, like the cinema industry. Mm-hmm. And um, every time they come over, they get an Airbnb in the Marais because it's like, oh, this is, you know, and they go out to like the stereotypical restaurant. It's like no one in this city li- like ever goes to that. Like, it's a t- like there's, and that's kind of what's, um, what I'm trying to maybe avoid as well with the, with the with right. the like the Montmartre area, yeah. uh, where I'm like, oh, it's just so touristy that it doesn't. Yeah, the, yeah. But the difference there is that like that Montmartre has like a very village feel to it, where the Marais is disconnected. Like the Marais has been gutted by like boutiques, like like yeah, like not not even boutiques, like you know chains. And that's true. It's not. It doesn't have the same neighborhood vibe. There are, there are pockets of it that mm-hmm. might. Like when you get up into the third, um, you start to have that potential, and there's so much good food in the third, but like the fourth itself is lacking a lot of that. Whereas, like when I'm thinking of like living on the canal, somewhere near the canal, like in the tenth or the eleventh, yeah, or in the eighteenth yes. somewhere, you like the obviously on the canal is not touristy at all. Um, no, I'm always, I'm always trying to send people there because it's so great. Yeah, but um, that's true. That's got a good vibe. Like even even like down where. You know, we live in this in a in the southern suburb. So I yeah. go past um, a couple of places, like a place uh, like um, around Alizia, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the fifteenth. Which no one like it's it's only Parisians that are there, and it has a similar sort of vibe. You know, yeah. like it's got you're a, a, a two minute walk from all of like the cool. There's a, there's a bunch of they call them rue commerçante yeah. uh, in 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 French because it's a street that has a butcher, a baker, a florist, a a, a fish shop, a supermarket, a a coffee shop, uh, a Thai restaurant. Like it's got the one street and there's there's about, I'd say there's there's a couple per arrondissement Mm -hmm. uh, where you could find a place and be like, all right, cool. The the 16th is a little bit more complicated. There is, uh, exactly. I was going to say, that's where the, isn't that where the massive department store is? Yeah. What's it called? uh, Well, they have the Grand Epicerie over there. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I, I, I grocery store, I've only still, been there yeah. once. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, I don't know if it was around about Christmas time. I think it was, and I took my mum there, mm-hmm. and just like walking down the street, I was like, oh, this is like you. It's yeah. it's, it's nice. It's a cool place. Like the, the markets the, over there are great too. Like mm. the 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 one thing the sixteenth has going for it is that the the raw produce is actually really good. Mm. Um, but you're gonna get that kind of you can find that yeah, anywhere you can in the city. Find it anywhere. And I think for me, it's like yeah. The 18th is the only external around Ismont that I... Well, no, that's not true. Because, like, we were over at... We went to... um, Where was that? It's not far from uh, Belleville or... Uh, I 20th? Mean, yeah, no, it's in the 20th. I'm trying to remember which, which metro Mini stop Montan? it was. That, Mini Montan is pretty cool. But it was... It's, you know, um, Ermagat and um, Cachet, the two restaurants. They're up They're up a hill that's right not... That's not far, I think, from... Pyrénées? The, probably from Pyrénées. And... Um, and there, it's just down this really cool alleyway that I've walked through before. Like I've discussed, it's in my vlogs. Like I've, I've walked through these areas and like shown them in, as I've been exploring, but we went there to go to this restaurant and you go around the corner and then they've got these warehouses that are being used for like dance classes and for art studios and all. And you're just like, this is cool. Like there's young people mm-hmm. doing cool stuff, being active like yeah. out and about. 
and that's the Paris that I'd want to be a yeah, part of. Yeah, I, so like, I, I know what you mean. I would I, even live in the 20th for that. Yeah, well, the know? thing is, like, you live in a very similar place to what, to what we do currently. Yeah, exactly. I basically live in the suburbs inside the city. Yeah, but and and we like the the Vov in the south is is very residential. It's yep. very it's a bit more upper class. Um, again, it was it it wasn't forced upon us, but it just it happened to be an apartment yep. that where my wife's dad used to live before he passed away, and it had one extra bedroom. So when we had a kid, it was like, all right, cool, we'll leave the twentieth, yeah, and we'll go um, to to the suburbs because it's got an extra room. You know, yep. if she'd have had an apartment in Paris with two bedrooms. Obviously, we'd have stayed in Paris, you know. Yeah. And now we're going even further out um, to Montreuil, which is uh, a kind of pretty shit area, to be honest. Like yeah. compared to where we are now, like it's 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 a, a, it's more unsafe. Uh, like walking around the streets, mm. it's more run down, mm. um, and it's uh, because we like that's the place that we could afford, and we we've bought a house with a garden. Yeah, fucking stereotypical. Like married with kids, and now we've got a car, and now we're gonna have a fucking garden. Like it's it almost like I, I I'm, I'm like dying inside. Part of me, I'm just like, oh god, you know. Um, but the it's a little bit. It's where all the artists, like everyone mm. in the TV industry. Like yeah. like everyone who's like in an artistic job kind of works um, lives there, in that yeah. in that in that city, but it's it's an it will be like an extra I don't know ten fifteen minutes, yeah, um, commute to where we currently are, for, depending on where in the city, uh, but in general like I, I I mean that's the thing it all depends as you said like where your where your friends are at. Yeah, but then it also depends like where your work is at. We're lucky that our work doesn't necessarily have to be tied to anywhere. Mine a bit more than yours because yep. if I'm performing studio like theaters, yeah, yeah. If I have to perform like in a comedy club or a theater or whatever, like it's there's none of them are on on, on the south south bank like Rive Gauche, like n- no. none of them where I perform. They're all north, uh, so yeah. they're, and they're all around, not around Montmartre, but there's some in the ninth, some in the eighteenth. Some of them in the center, like in the third, fourth, uh, some in the tenth. So it's kind of in that area anyway. So it'd kind of be a good base for me. I'm like, hey, like today I'm going to work from the studio all day. And then this evening I've got a gig. Yep. The the risk for me is, as I've said, is like, all right, I do my gig and then there's another gig and then whatever. I do a couple of gigs in the same night. (laughs) And then it's like. Before you know it, you've lived in your studio for a month. Well, and then it gets to like midnight, one o'clock. And I'm like, oh, do I take my scooter in the cold home and it's a half an hour drive in the freezing cold uh or do i drive 10 minutes and just sleep in my studio yeah i'll probably sleep in my studio and then before you know it's one night two nights three nights and then before you know it i'm we're living separately (laughs) yeah do you know what i mean yeah that's real but i think that for me that that's the thing is like with him i have to like i miss i did have a place thanks to the vases if they ever see or listen to this oh did that stop recording already hey this is the ad read in the middle and you know what the sponsor they were a little bit slow in their response time. So instead of having a sponsor for this episode, I'm just gonna go ahead and thank my patrons one more time for making this possible. If you would like to become a patron, there are a whole bunch of benefits to it, whether that's getting loyalty stickers, postcards quarterly, or prints from photos I've taken quarterly. There's an access level for my Mapster so you can see locations that I'm recommending in Paris and around the world as I travel. Lots of perks, benefits as you go, including getting these episodes on time. So if you're enjoying this podcast, with Paul Taylor, of all people, uh, then why don't you go ahead and jump on over to patreon.com slash jswanson and you're gonna get caught up on a full season's worth of content probably this week. I mean, come on, jump on it. Anyways, back to the episode. <gasps> That's okay, because we have the backup camera. It, it did start. <laughs>
Did you notice when it stopped? No. I saw you look over it. It doesn't even do a, a noise it when it... It does, but we're just so loud that we didn't hear it. We'll find out how long we went to the backup camera for that. I looked at it at some point and it said 19, and I didn't, I'd forgotten about the 20-minute rule. It's so 30. Just, it's 30. Well, but we'll find it's, out. It's been, this, this camera also just been, randomly stops recording because it's been possessed. It's been 34 minutes. I can read your I see that. Okay. sound. So we've only lost maybe five minutes to the backup camera. 15. You said 20 minutes, right? 30. Oh, 30. Yeah, Sorry. So okay. hopefully, hopefully we're good. All right. Uh, but that I think for me, like with him, I have to him meaning Cooper. I'm pointing towards Cooper's little fortress down here in the corner. Um, is that like I already I had this problem? So in the past, especially when I was daily vlogging, which redefined my entire existence in Paris for so long, mm. I was always like, I have to go home and edit. So it was always at the back of my mind that like no matter how much fun I was having, no matter what I was doing. I was going to have to go home and edit that night. So if I was out with friends, if I was on a date, if I was just wanting to chill on the river, whatever, it didn't matter. Like that was always at the back of my mind. So that was always there. How, so like, how often would you be out to like midnight and then you'd edit till like four in the morning? Regularly enough. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the, that's the nice thing about the repetitions. There are a number of my vlogs that I edited very drunk. Uh I because I hated editing in the morning. I hated editing in the morning. That's almost yes. I, I was the same when I did some when I did my daily vlogs for yeah. for 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 a couple of months. But that that's almost like having a kid, where it's yeah. like great. Th you know, like the there amount of times that you or Nathan has been like, oh, like what? Especially Nathan. Like I think he's given up now. Where he <laughs> he said to me, oh, like what are you doing? And it's like four p.m. and I'm like, I'm going home in an hour. Yep. Because I have a kid. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I was like, I was you... always a killjoy at night, which also meant that I never filmed anything at night, so I had no nightlife footage because mm. I was always going home. But I was going to say that, like, then because I live thirty minutes away from anywhere interesting or anywhere I want to be, um, you always are doing this math in your head. But you're just talking about like, do I just go back to my studio and sleep? Where you're like, well, I'm gonna have to if I want to come back out later. That's an hour just to go home and come back out, right? Yeah. So why, like, that's already a pain in the butt. Now with him, like, if I don't remember to bring food with me for the dog, same thing. Like, I have to go home and feed him because you can't just can't buy, just pop in somewhere and then you can't just buy food in the local supermarket. I mean, not in a one meal quantity for him. No, I could buy like a five kilo bag and then carry that around. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Like so, so you. You have that going on. And then, like, also when, like, he's snoring away out here, right here. And uh, it's that thing, too, where he, as he's a puppy still, he needs to go to sleep, you know, by eight at the latest, really, eight or nine. And he's just miserable otherwise. And he's fine. He's a trooper. He'll hang out. But it'd be so nice if I could just be like, oh, it's a five-minute, like, hop over to my apartment. I'm going to put him to bed, and then I come back out. Instead, it's like, right now, I'm out with friends. We're having a drink on a terrace. Whether I have to feed him or put him to bed, you're just like, well, I would like this night to continue. Mm. Kind of like having a kid, I guess, in that sense. It's, but you're like, well, but yeah, the, the 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 at a minimum, yeah. I mean, it is like having a kid, except with a kid, you can't you can't, you can't leave. leave them. Yeah, you exactly. Have to go home. I have the benefit you know of I mean? putting him in a tiny little cage. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, Kennel, excuse me, a cage is probably not the right word. Uh, yeah, it's that's but the that's thing. that's the thing about living more central, ultimately, right? So all that to say that even if your friends are the most transient part of that whole exchange, there's so much more to the lifestyle being afforded to you by yep. being somewhere more central. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That like makes it worth mm -hmm. that effort, it feels like. Your situation is obviously different because you're you're gonna live outside the city and you're talking about having yeah, studio against my own will, city. but yeah. Yeah. I, I I like my whole like my, my life in the last three years begins is has been against my own will. But of my like accordance as well. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like 
you know, it's it's that thing of you where acquiesced. Yeah, I mean, because at some point you go right. Like my wife and I were together for ten years, uh, and at some point, you know, she was getting to the age where it's like it's either now or never for kids. And you know, when you've been together for ten years, you you go well. I've got two choices: either I say no, and I lose my best friend of ten years, and I'm back to square one. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have anywhere. Like, what what do I do? Yeah. Uh, or you go, wow, what's the worst that's going to happen? All right, let's have a kid, yeah. and then we'll figure it out. We'll 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 kind of try and imagine our lives with a kid and see what would happen. It's a hard decision to make. Well, it is, but then you know if. I'm almost at the point where it's like, well, it's maybe worth saying no before you have the kid because if you have a kid and then you end up getting divorced anyway. Yeah, now there's a kid. Now there's a kid involved. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, uh, because the thing is like, you know, uh, the the problem is she has no family and my family's not here. So we've had no one to like, we haven't had one night uh, where both of us have woken up uh, like in a hotel room or just woken up at home at 11 a.m. together yeah. and been like, oh, let's have breakfast together. Let's, let's, we haven't had that because yeah. we've got no one to look after the baby for. So yeah. it's been, she's three, she's three in next month and we still haven't had that, you know? So that's, that obviously drives a wedge yep. in like the romantic relationship. Obviously, it, you know, it, it just, there's so much shit that comes with having a kid. I envy the people who have parents who are like, great, you look after Jimmy for a week and yeah. we're going to go to the Seychelles on holiday like the good old days, you know, and you're just like, oh, fuck you and your families. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so um, the the that's where I'm at now where it's just like, oh, I, life would be so much easier if we were separated because it means that let's say we did one week on, one week off or yep. two weeks on, two weeks off, yep. whatever is right for the mentally for the child, whether it's oh, only me on week, whatever the thing is, like we'd see a psychologist or whatever because mm-hmm. apparently one week on, one week off is not good for the child's development. Um, but it was like, imagine if it is one week on, one week off. Sure. It's like for one week, I get to do what I want in the evenings. Yep. Nathan calls, are you free? Of course I'm free. Yep. Let's go out and have a beer. Yep. You know, you call, hey, do you want to go and see this thing? Yeah, let's do it. What time? Yep. 9 p.m. Perfect, I'm free. Whatever the thing is, even doing stand-up comedy, I don't feel guilty going home at three in the morning after having beers with the other comedian friends and we're ch- chatting shop, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when it's the week on, then I just know I don't do anything in the evenings. Like I don't do now in the evenings. Do you know what I mean? The only, yeah. re- that's the thing. Like I, the only time I go out now in the evenings is for work. Yeah. I couple work with pleasure in the sense that, you know, if I'm doing a gig somewhere in the evening, you know, I'll text a friend being like, oh, I'm doing a gig at this place. Yeah. Come and we'll have a beer afterwards. And then we have a beer afterwards, you know? Yeah. But because I've couple, because I can't, because I'm already, let's say on a, recently it's less the case, but let's say on a, on a normal week, I'd be out of the house three nights a week because I'm performing three nights a week. I can't then for a fourth night week be like, oh, sorry, honey, take care of the baby for a fourth night because I want to go out with my friends, you know? Yeah. Because then she's like, all right, cool. Well, when, when, when do I get to do my stuff? You know, yeah. not that she ever does any of the thing because she doesn't, she, she, all her friends have kids. Yeah. And so all her friends... None of my friends have got kids. All her friends do. And so that's where, that's another problem is the sense that There's like- just a complete division of, of the lifestyle that you guys are attached to. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind, it's kind of a bit, I don't know, it's all over the place really. It is. Is this something you guys have talked about? Like everything's on the table. 
Yeah. Because you're you're always really open about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And to anybody listening to this right now being like, well, oh, this is a lot. Like, he's, he's very open about this with his own patrons. And I think in your in your material even, yeah. on stage you talk about some of this stuff. Yeah, like we've the, talk, we, we the talk about, talked about it. We right? talk about it and then it, then stuff gets Nothing. busy. Yeah. Because we work together as well. So, you yeah. know, uh, conversations then end up going back to work. Like, oh, we've got this email, this opportunity. What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the conversation then goes to like the house. We're working with the architect to try and redo the house and figure out this stuff. So then it goes to that. Then uh, uh, most of the conversations are generally about the baby. Like, oh, you know, oh, it's fun. Whatever. You end up just talking yeah. about your kid. You know, the, the amount of, you know, couples that you hear like, oh, we went out for our first restaurant date since the birth and all we talked about was the baby you know yeah. and because you do because that's what you, you you know you talk about what you've got in common so yeah. yeah like we and we have talked about it and but then it just it it, it, it you know it, we talk about it when it gets to breaking point yeah it gets to breaking point we talk about it then it gets better for a bit yep and then it goes back to breaking point we talk about it again and it's like this cycle of it's also like because we talked earlier we, and i floated the idea of like maybe looking at therapy but have you guys thought about doing Couples therapy, um, getting a third party in where that's somebody that can drive that conversation. Yeah, potentially. She had a really bad experience with therapy when she was younger, mm. before we met when she was like 20. Yeah. Um, and that kind of ruined her body because the, the, the person put her on antidepressants. Yeah, yeah. And it fucked her hormonally. Yeah, she, let's and, go with a therapist and not a, like a psychologist. Oh, oh gosh, psych, psychiatrist is one that can actually prescribe things. So maybe you can go with somebody who doesn't even have the power to give you drugs. Yeah, I, I don't remember what, I, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. Anyway, she was burnt out at work as an as a intern, as a lawyer intern. Yeah. Uh, and that those those people are all cunts, right? Yeah. Um, like it's a really like difficult business, especially for women, especially for young women going in and you're mm. an intern and there's older men like preying on you. It's just, it wasn't great. Not good, and yeah. so she went to see someone, she got prescribed stuff and like hormonally now she's fucked for the rest of her life. Wow. So she was almost not going to be able to have a kid. Wow. Um, so she is very reticent to go back to yeah. see somebody. Yeah. Uh, but probably, yeah, that would probably be a, a, a good solution to to figure out, all right, cool. What are our like? What are our individual goals, yeah. and what are our common goals, Absolutely. and how do we how do we make that work? Like, you know, like people people say to me, like, oh, like what's it like having a kid? I'm like, I love my daughter, but I hate being a dad. Yeah, you know, like I love my wife, but I hate being a husband. Yeah. There's, there's there's more times than not recently i just want to be single without any i just want to but that's what everyone says right when you're single you want to be in a, in a relationship greener, right? when you want to be when you're in a relationship you want to be single my problem is i've never really been single that's the thing yeah since i was 19 i had a two-year relationship 19 to 21 then i had like a year where i was single and then got into this relationship when i was 22 and now i'm 35 so yeah i haven't i've not ever been single i'm like the opposite i've been in short relationships that have lasted maybe six months to a year mm-hmm. and then otherwise been single all the time but i'm in a place now where i'm maybe it's just age too being in the middle of your 30s where you're like but i'm like i'm actually pretty good being single like i'd love to add somebody yeah. to it that's also that whole thing where that's the counter to like well you get a girlfriend and people won't see anymore it's like no i'm not gonna date somebody who takes me away from my friends no but it's not that she won't take you away it's just that automatically you will you will of course take you want to spend more time away you want to spend more time with her I, I i see that but i also you you're hopeful that you build something that i don't know you want to build something together but the other thing i was going to say before we get too far off subject is on the point of keeping subject i do have a connection for you that does family <laughs> therapy yeah that somebody will connect i'll connect you with after we're done recording but um as an option somebody who cannot right. prescribe drugs uh who's lovely and uh 
Just as an option. Because I think even for... This is a conversation we've also been having for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to have it forever. Well, because it's because we've only known each other since I had a baby. Exactly, yeah. So, so, this and is, so that's when it all started. Because, it's a definitive element. <clears throat> because yeah. at the time... Like before... The problem is before... You know, two years before we had the baby, um, she quit her job in, in law and started yeah. working with me. And then, you know, we were touring together. Yeah. She was doing all the admin for the company that we have, the production company that we have, and, and like kind of enjoying uh, the 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 kind of like the dream thing of like, oh, we're traveling in Australia because yeah. I'm on tour in Australia. We go there, we add like an extra week on or two weeks yeah. for holiday, whatever. Then we go to China together. Then she's in Paris. Like it, it was like a, it was it was like this amazing thing. And then the baby came and then just fucked all of it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas like part of her job is still the same, where it's admin. And she works from home, but she doesn't come on tour anymore. She doesn't mm. do any of that because you can't when yeah. you've got a baby. Like Very it doesn't, good. it doesn't. You, I mean, you can, but it's not good for the child. Like to, 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 for them to be out till midnight at night. And even if we, even if she did come on tour, you know, the shows at like eight. So she's in bed by that time. But so what's she going to do? Stay in the hotel? Come on tour to stay in the hotel with the baby? Like yeah, just no sit point. backstage with the baby. You know? Yeah. The, the, the where's she going to sleep? She's not. You can't. You got. You got to bring a fucking travel cot with you. Get her to sleep in a nice little. Uh, yeah, but she's two sling. and a half now. Oh, now, you know no, I mean? yeah, you, no, But no. you put her in the bed, oh, and then what? And then you got to wake her up to yeah, then bring it to the hotel. That, like, they, they traveled. There were musicians that traveled the world, <laughs> and they they did not stop touring and traveling the world when they had kids. Mm-hmm. They they just made it work. Yeah. So I, mean, I know, it, but so I know it can be done but I also I totally understand that side of it and I am also I have no kid yeah so I I cannot speak to the I cannot speak to it from mm-hmm. inside of that but I, I think that's also where it's like I think I'm not I'm not complaining like as far as like as many beers as we want to have talking about this and figuring it out together I'm here for you yeah so that's, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I'm never going to stop supporting you but that's why I'm also saying having somebody that's outside of us yeah that is the trained professional who can kind of keep Make me guide a conversation over the course of a couple of months between the two of you. Mm-hmm. It might, it might really help. It might do. I don't think that it can hurt. If nothing else, it can, give, f- you, it can give you both something to share a hatred of. <laughs> uh, yeah, potentially. We'll see. I'll float the idea. I'll be like, "Yo, well, yeah, let's float it and let me know what she says." Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. But dreams of apartments in Paris, that's where that, that all that's started. Where that's where that's, yeah, because that was the thing where I was like, oh yeah, maybe, you know, if there's a, if there's, if I have a studio space where there's other people, but having said that, I've had that for the last couple of years where, you know, my producers. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. And so like when, the problem is I never get any work done because I show up and then I just end up hanging out with yeah. the team, you know, they're booking tours and for other comedians and then just gossip and there's like other stuff yeah. and work and, you know, you end up um, doing no work. Well, that's why I, I kind of came back to the the point earlier since we're just kind of bringing this back around, I think is that thing of, are you trying to fix an internal problem with an external solution mm-hmm. where exactly what, what you just said, you've already had, you already have a studio in Paris. You already mm-hmm. have a space you can go to be alone. And, but that's also fulfilling that, that desire to be closer to other professionals in a similar field that you do get along with, you know, so like this whole conversation just kind of feels like attempting to do the same thing again and maybe it'll be different this time but you've also been like you so fragmented and kind of like i think you're just there's this this circle that you're running on as far as like i think personally professionally and you know it um of like okay well what do i want to focus on what there's some decisions that need to be made Mm -hmm. so at least on that personal side and i feel like a lot of it comes from like you're saying like 
the personal life is now is affecting your professional life more than the other way around. Even though there's a reflection of that back when you go out to be professional, then you feel guilty for being out and for having good yeah. time. So it's kind of like, okay, if you can, if you can figure out a way forward to settle what's going on at home, the hope is that from there, then a lot of the other shit just settles. You don't have the same problems and they're, like I think a lot of clarity could come from well, that. Well, it's either that or the opposite. If the work stuff figures itself out, then maybe the, per- do you know what I mean? Like maybe sure. if, if like it's- Maybe if you figure what you need to focus on for work. <clears throat> yeah, you know, like it's uh, the, obviously the pandemic didn't help either because it meant that we, I had to, like we were in the same space. Like we've, yeah. we've got like 60 square meters with a with a, with a baby and a cat yeah. um, through the, the lockdown, which is why I started my live show. Cause I was like, at least for an hour a day. Yeah. I'm out of the house. Right, talking to somebody else. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking to 300 people that are watching live. Yeah. And so it felt like a bit of an escape, you know, for that for that one hour. Um, and then, like, honestly, I started getting involved in that. I started watching how to set up cameras, how to set up microphones. And so then more of the day was taken up yep. by this stuff. And by the end of it, my wife was like, well, like we're in lockdown but when like what do you like you're never Where here are you? yeah. yeah exactly so that's when i asked my producer if i could go stay with her and then the problem was um during the first lockdown the problem was i only had empty space in my head from like 11 p.m to 4 a.m because that's when my wife was asleep yeah. and, and baby was asleep and so i could like then focus on the stuff that I wanted to focus on, like my, you know, yep. my work stuff, my creative stuff. So then that created this rhythm of, I go to bed at four in the morning, wake up at 11. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of still my rhythm ish, you know, sometimes I go to bed a bit earlier. Uh, but you know, when the, when, um, not the lockdown, the curfew happened when you could mm-hmm. you had to be in from 9 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, I would just go to the studio at 9 p.m. after the baby went to bed and yeah. we might have had dinner or not. Then I would then leave, go to the studio, and come back home at four in the morning after having I don't know filmed some stuff, done yeah. some stuff, edited some stuff, like done or just watched videos that inspire me because that's kind of how I. That's, I mean, I spend most of my time watching YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's interviews, a lot of podcasts and things like that that yeah. get me like get ideas spinning in my mind. Um, but if they're like an hour and a half long, I need an hour and a half. And I hate like starting it, stopping it, starting yeah. it, stopping it. And then, you know, so that's kind of still been the rhythm. And honestly, like it's kind of lucky that the studio I have currently doesn't have, like there's no bed and there's no shower and stuff. Cause yeah, I would have probably just, just stayed yeah, there, yeah. But then also my wife's like, well, yeah, it makes sense that you would have because what's the point in coming? It's not like I'm yeah. waiting for you and then we come, you know, you come home and we have coffee or dinner together or whatever. Right. Like you're coming home at four, I'm already asleep. Yeah. And then when you wake up, then yeah, I'm here. But then, then you go straight to the office afterwards and mm. like do some work or whatever. So yeah. It's just a mixture of a bunch of things that we spend too much time together. Yeah. Um, and then neither of us are productive. Yeah, something's got to change. What's that song? Ch- uh, got to know when to hold them. No, there's the changes. No there's something, I don't know why. Isn't there a song uh, uh, called Changes? Something about changes. Changes. It's um, that one. No, it's from Toy Story. Changes oh. are happening to me. Ain't no doubt about it. Which Toy Story is that? Oh, is that? I'm here for it, but I don't, it's not saying anything to me. Toy Story 1. What? Do you not remember the song? No. 
Come on. That. I'm going to find it. Okay. Uh, Do find that. Hold on. Change. A, we're not worried about copyright on this show, so. Changes. <laughs> toy story. You definitely know it. Yeah, but I think that's also you. Stra- okay, sorry. It's strange. Th- okay, Str- strange things are happening to me. Strange things are happening to me. Okay, I thought it was changes happening to me. <laughs> but still, it's not coming to mind. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember this. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. That part I don't recognize, though. Okay. This does not ring any bells. No? No. I need to watch that movie again, apparently. Mate. It's been a long time. Anyway. No, the cool thing is you're going to have, you are going to have space at your new place in Montreuil. Correct. That will be a good experiment to see. Is this enough? Do I, Mm -hmm. like, space at the end of the garden, the extra bedroom, is this enough space for me? I think it probably would be. The only downside to it is going back to this whole idea of being involved like yeah like being because it would be very easy for me to just live between my house and my garden yep the end of my garden (laughs) and never leave yeah do you know what i mean and then then it's like you're not part of any community outside of the four walls that you you own do you know what i mean just keep inviting you to things you'll keep being like sorry i can't cross i I forgot my shoes in the house i can't get back well and and, you know tonight you were like oh maybe you can come out for dinner blah 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 whatever i was like well i got in like yesterday my mate sebastian said hey can you host my comedy night tonight because i can't host it yeah so yesterday i wasn't supposed to be out the house and i was like hey like blah blah and she's like yeah all right go so I I was out till like one in the morning last night. Yeah, um, I I understand why you might not want to go out again. And then tonight is kind of, tonight's it's, chill though. It is, but it's not it's not about drinking. It's about the when you have a kid, like yeah. you have to plan. Like it's in, in, in her mind, yep. in her mind, I'm going home. She's she's got she knows what we're eating for dinner already. Yep. Um, because she chose. Right. And and she knows that I'm reading the stories for bed tonight. Oh, and, yeah. and if it, in Don't the middle that. of if in the yep. morning I go. I got invited out to dinner with a friend. Then yep. she's like, for fuck's sake, like yesterday yep. you were supposed to be home. Like yep. we'd planned the dinner and everything for yep. home. And then you had to go do yep. a professional work thing. Fair enough. Yeah, don't let your daughter down. But now it's not my, like my daughter doesn't give a shit because oh, she's I thought two that's and a what half. you're talking no, no, about right now. About my wife. <laughs> I was going to say, as a kid, if that, I, I would, I empathize with that. Like if I thought dad was going to read me a story tonight and he couldn't, I'd be disappointed. She's not, she's not, she's not there yet. She's not there yet. Like sometimes, but if she, if I'm not there, she doesn't care. Cause I'm so often not there that she doesn't care. Um, it's more my wife and the the pressure that's yeah. on her of yeah, like, of oh God, here we go. Like, yeah, no, like, that, that makes you know, sense. She she has no planning of like, all right, cool. How many nights are you at home this week so we yeah. can plan food? Yeah, I can go food shopping, buy the food, yeah, and we can sort out what we're having for dinner. And then you know the same day, I'm like, oh, by the way, Chris Rock just got slapped in the face by Will Smith tonight. I'm not doing dinner because I need to go to the studio and record a video reacting yeah. to how the French reacted to that video. Sorry, we're not doing dinner together. So then she ends up eating like a fucking whatever, being on her own at, at, at home and putting Louise to bed. Yeah, you know where that was a day that I was supposed to do that. Yeah, she gets that because it's professional. That's right. why I never go out when it's not professional anymore because I'm already out so many times professionally. Yeah, and putting shit on her the the same day, going by the way. You know, whereas her stuff, like next week, uh, not next week, next weekend, the weekend after, she's going with her friends to Normandy yep. for a weekend, you know, but that's been planned for like a month and a half. That's great. Because that's how her and her friends work. They plan stuff ahead, yep. like normal human beings. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, that's another problem is that my work is so ephemeris 
I think that's an English word. Uh, ephemeral. Ephemeral, yeah. ephemeris. It's uh, in, it, it's ethereal might be better. Ephemeral, ephemeral, uh, yeah. I think it's ephemeris. Go for it. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, please do. Normally I'm good at this, but uh, I'm failing at this today. Uh, all, everyone listening to this is ethereal like, is it, ephemeris? It isn't ethereal a cryptocurrency? No, ethereal, that's ethereum. Ethereal is something that's like uh, ghostly, otherworldly, or transient, like that's always moving. The re- ephemeris is the French word. Short-lived, ephemeral. You yeah, were right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, ephemeral. Ephemeral. But uh, then I doubted myself. And yeah. Ethereal is a good word. Anyways, continue. I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah, my job yeah, is you, ephemeral. Where your, job is, your job is mercurial, maybe, is a better word. Like, it's always changing. It's hot or cold. It's like, you you got a lot going on. Suddenly you don't. Things exactly. pop up. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, for the past three weeks, I've been at home every night, basically, because yeah. I, I stopped doing everything. But there's times where people will call me up and being like, oh, Paul, uh, we've had somebody pull out of this comedy night. Can you... Can you fill in yep. 10 minutes, whatever? I'm like, great, cool. I'll be there, you know? Um, or again, I, I, the, a lot of my videos that do well on my YouTube channel are me reacting to how the French react to something yep. that's just happened. Whether it's Harry and Meghan interview on Oprah, yep. whether it's Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, whether it's Christmas, like, you know, an, an idea that no one's reacting, but me and my wife had an argument about who brings the presents. Is it Right. Does Santa Claus yeah. bring all the presents or does he bring certain presents and the family bring other? But we had this long discussion. So I was like, this will make a good video. Yep. It's five days before Christmas. I need to make it now. Yep. Otherwise, there's no point in me making it. You Timely. know, um, same thing with Chris Rock, Will Smith. Yeah. Like if I don't make that video within tw- 48 hours, it's gone. The story's yep. finished You're and there's another story. That. Absolutely. So that's where like it's very, you know, this is happening. Now I need to go, you know. Yeah. The tour of my full show is like planned in advance. You know, it's like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? You know, it's like a year and a half in advance. Yeah, but the YouTube elements, but also the, I mean, like you said, filling in for people and there's, there's a lot. I mean, but that's, that's the, that, I mean, that is a challenge. That's a huge challenge. Everything that you're going through there personally, professionally, and like balancing the two of them and figuring that out that I don't think... That's yeah. That's not that's not a quick fix. There's not an easy solution. There, to that. there isn't. It's uh, like I'm still living as if I was single. Not <laughs> and, I've never, and I've kids, never yeah. been single. Yeah. So I don't know what living like a single person means. But in my mind, you're it's, desperately grasping for what that experience would have been. <laughs> yeah, where it's like I'm living like you keep every, grasping for it. You might get to experience it sooner than you yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, I'll get kicked out of my own house. Um, but yeah, that's the thing where I, like I I I have I don't know I've, I I. I'm just like, yeah, the, I, I like the idea of somebody calling up and being like, do you want to go for a drink? Yes, let's go. Yeah, me too. Because annoyingly, before I had a kid, no one called me. And right. now that I've got a kid, everyone's like, "When I'll, let's go for a drink. I'm like, oh, can it be at 4 p.m. so I can be home for six? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, it's true though too. Like we talk about it. I think that's the reason that we talk about moving closer together is because I th- we think that it will happen more often. If Because the thing is, it is hard. Like if somebody calls me now and says, hey, you want to come to the canal and have a drink? You've got a do- yeah. I got like 45 minutes before I can even get there because I've got to figure out what I'm doing with him. Yeah. Decide, do I like put him down or take him with me? Do I- Do you like, put him down? Yeah. I, every oh, time I no. say that, I feel, yeah. <laughs> do I put him down for a nap or do I take him with me? Oh, also this camera's about to run out of battery. We'll oh, wrap yeah, this up in a second. 27 minutes. And I also need, yeah, it's getting close to the end there. Anyways, it's, it's that thing where it's like, okay, if, if you know everybody's around the corner, five minutes away- 
it's a lot easier. It's 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 significantly easier in every way possible. And you're right, maybe we'll take that for granted to some degree. But I think if you get into a rhythm of like looking forward to seeing your friends that evening and you get into a place where you're more disappointed because you're not going to get to see them, then, uh, then, you know, the opposite where it's like occasionally you do see them. There's, I don't know, man, there's, we're all, we're all craving a sense of community. We talk about this professionally amongst our friends because we we have a very lonely job where we're generally always working alone. So like, okay, we get so much from each other as friends because we all do similar things, but then how do we get that to a place where we can invest even more in it? And I think it's a good conversation to continue to have, mm-hmm. however that ends up playing out. Mm-hmm. Girlfriends are no, babies are no, yeah. babies are no. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. I think we got to actually wrap it up there because all of the devices are trying to shut off at once. Um, if you don't follow Paul already, PT Comedy on both Twitter and Instagram, I believe. It is. And on everything, yeah. Find him, uh, Paul Taylor. Just search it on Google. You'll find him on YouTube. Watch uh, his put, special. Put, put comedy after Paul okay. Taylor. Paul Taylor. Oh, yeah, there's another Paul Taylor. There's, there are many thousands okay. of Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor Comedy. You can find Franglais in its entirety on YouTube. You should watch that. Even if your French isn't that strong, it's his most English-ish And it's in subtitles. Show. It's subtitles. And it's got subtitles. It's a good show. It's really fun. And then if you're going to come to Paris, you should come see him live. We're going to do a little twist of that in one of my videos coming up on going and seeing some comedy in Paris, but it's a good show. You should go check it out. And if you don't follow Jay already, then... uh... (laughs) Then How are you here? (laughs) How are you here? Thanks so much um, for making this possible. Patrons, you make everything possible. None of this would be here without you. And uh, to anybody listening to this after the fact, like six months from now, or whenever this comes out publicly... Uh, also, yeah, this was recorded on April, on May 2nd. So when you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I wish I listened to it when it came out. You should join Jay on his Patreon page right now. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jay Swanson. That's the one. So thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. And uh, see you bright and early with some more sunny commentary about relationships and life in Paris. One of these days, really there'll be a part. There'll be a part two of this. Part, there will be many parts to this. <laughs> uh, thanks for the coffee. Absolutely.